Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ray Ann Mullins, your host, and I'm so happy that you are here. So this week, I, well, I'm, excuse me, last week, I was sending out some emails to my email subscribers about morning routines and decided, hey, I should totally do a whole episode about this as well. So if you aren't on my email list, please get on there because I send a lot of good information and I have exclusive offers that I only offer to the people who are on my email list. So if you want to know how to do that, uh, just send me an email or join the Facebook group too, because that's another great place to get information and to get in touch with me. So today let's talk about why routines are good for you and what a morning routine needs to include. Some ideas for a morning routine, and I'll tell you my personal morning rituals. I'll also tell you about my past mornings and let you decide which was better, my current routine or my past. Anyway, here's the thing about mornings. They have the power of setting the tone for the entire day. Think about it. If your morning goes smoothly, you'll probably be in a decent or good mood, which makes the rest of the day seem happier and better. But if you start your day with a string of negativity, you're likely going to be in a bad mood. And then everything that comes your way may seem overwhelming or frustrating. And maybe you're going to live on coffee all day, that kind of deal. And the key is creating a routine that sets you free, okay? Sets you free from that negativity. Routines that set you free, you know, are are routines that are simple, okay? And are tailored to fit your life and goals. It's really important that it fits you. So when I talk to people about their morning routine, most people say to me, oh, what? (laughs) What routine? I'm just lucky to get to work on time. So it's not a surprise that when you start your day in chaos, that your entire day will feel that way. And it's no surprise that coffee becomes a major player during the day to start, you know, to keep you stay alert and to find some sense of motivation or focus. Okay. So when you decide to try to create a morning routine, it should include just a few things. Okay. Important aspects are support your goals. It has to support your goal. Your morning routine should align with what's important to you and what's, you know, what you're working towards. If you want to be healthier then your morning routine may need to include some actions that are geared towards health, like a good breakfast, some kind of movement or stretching, and maybe even meditation or journaling time. Actually, I think all routines should have that, but, um, secondly, your morning routine should help you feel energized. Your choices should give you the energy so that you're ready to take on your day. Okay. Energy can be created either mentally or physically. Movement can be a great way to start your day. It's a great way to get energy first thing in the morning. But if you aren't really up for exercising in the morning, then maybe you want to spend more time creating energy from feeling inspired, reading positive quotes, praying, or spending time journaling. Either way, 
boosting your energy for the day is really important. You also want a routine that will create focus and intention. When you wake up in the morning, you have a choice about how you're going to spend your day, right? Creating an intention or focus each day is important so you can be proactive and live each day with purpose. And if you write down your intention, research shows you're 30% more likely to accomplish it. So just write it down. A morning routine should also elevate your mindset. Your morning routine should put you into a positive state of mind. Do something that fires you up and empowers you to be your absolute best for the day. What gets you pumped up? Do you like a certain song or album? Do you like to dance? Take a cold shower? That's not for me, but I know a lot of people love to take a cold shower to like wake them up and just get them fired up or frozen up. Listen, maybe you like to listen to motivating podcasts or maybe you just like to read. Whatever it is, elevate your mindset. And then a morning routine should also be simple. Okay, if it's way too crazy and complicated, are you really going to do it? You know, I don't think so because I feel like if something's already complicated, it's already morning. Morning in itself can be complicated. You don't want to make your routine so complicated that you don't feel like you can stick to it easily. So keep it simple and short and build on it over time. Okay. As you get used to any habit, you can always create more or add to those habits. Several years ago, I read a book called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And honestly, I may be saying his name incorrectly. I assume it's Elrod. I've just said that forever. Anyway, I loved the idea of the book. Okay. I love the entire concept. And that's when I realized I actually did already have a morning routine, but I didn't realize that that's really what it was. And I didn't really know that that's what I had already created. But after reading the book and getting some new ideas, I knew that I needed to tweak it a little bit to make it better. I loved the book because it really gave some amazing ideas. For me, though, what the author suggests is just a little too long, okay? As in it takes too long, like too much time. However, I've incorporated a lot of what he suggests, and here's what he thinks. He believes to have a successful and fulfilling day, you should do these six habits. Include purposeful silence, okay? So some kind of personal, that would be like meditation. Use affirmations, okay? Practice visualization exercise, read 10 pages of a self-improvement book, and write in your journal. Each of these steps can get you mentally and physically ready to take on your day. And I really agree with it. I just don't do every single one of them. So I want to quickly tell you about my different morning routines throughout the different stages of my life. Okay, I'll tell you about as a child, a young adult, and now a a much older and wiser adult. (laughs) When I was a kid, at least the times I remember the most, starting around age 11. For some reason, I don't have much memory of my mornings prior to that. Maybe they were just so terrible (laughs) that I blocked them, or maybe I I just don't remember. Anyway, um, I remember the mornings feeling very rushed and even angry. I think back and remember a lot of yelling, fighting over the bathroom, because by the way, There was three, four, like six of us, and we had one bathroom to share. That's never a good idea, Um, but it is what it is, right? Probably many of you listening to this had the exact same situation, like one bathroom, right? Now, I'm so fortunate that we all have our own bathroom, which is (laughs) super awesome. But anyway, so we all fought over the bathroom. We, you know, barely remember having breakfast. I'm sure I skipped it. I remember rushing out the door so that we wouldn't be late and feeling gloomy. 
I hated school and I had a bunch, a bunch of anxiety and fear of everything. And I can't help but wonder if all the chaos was partly to blame. Like if every day started in this like rush and anger and yelling and feeling horrible, I mean, it's kind of no wonder I didn't want to go to school or it's kind of no wonder I didn't want, you know, I couldn't handle anxiety and stress. So then later as a young adult, and I'm thinking after college um, and after getting married, I was definitely less rushed. You know, at the time there was no kids, there was no siblings. It was just me and my husband and the cats at the time. Um, and, and here's the thing. I, I also on purpose made it so my morning wasn't rushed because I remembered hating that as a kid. So as a young adult, I would get up early. I would get showered, dressed, and then head straight to the coffee pot. I would leave on time and enjoy my drive to work. So, you know, the morning wasn't exactly healthy. Like I didn't have some amazing healthy breakfast or hydrate or exercise at the time or practice gratitude, but I started my day in a much better frame of mind. I actually looked forward to the mornings because it was a nice morning. It was a great way to wake up. I enjoyed the drive to work. I jammed to some Dave Matthews band and it was just enjoyable. So I was always, when I would get to work and happy and a good mood. Then later as an adult, different kind of phase of my adulthood, uh, post young kids, um, I owned a fitness studio and I had to leave the house by 5 a.m. I always set my clothes out the night before in the bathroom. I would wake up at 4.40, like 4.40 in the morning, sneak. I would pop right out of bed. I literally would like roll out of bed and head straight to the bathroom, put on my clothes, brush my teeth, throw my hair in a ponytail, um, sneak down. And I would I'm saying sneak down to the kitchen because I didn't want to wake anyone up. You know, I would get down to the kitchen. I'd grab a giant ball of water, maybe throw, you know, down an apple if I was hungry and I was out the door. And thinking back, this was a very happy time, very, very happy time in my life. I adored teaching boot camp at the studio. It was so fun. It literally everybody was in a good mood. Even if they weren't in a good mood, they left in a good mood. We watched the sunrise together. It was just awesome. Like everything about it was like so fun. Then when it was over, after the camp was over, I would personal train a client or two and then close up the shop and head home to take the kids to the bus stop with my first cup of coffee. And keeping in mind at this point, I had already exercised, um, had social time, um, stretched and had a giant thing of water. So all really good things. So after we would take the kids to the bus stop, we would go sit down, eat breakfast and just enjoy our coffee. Yeah. My husband and I, before he would go to work and I would head back to the studio. The energy I got from teaching boot camp was so good that literally I would come home in such a good mood and I'd be silly, like poking the kids and like getting their stuff ready to go. And, and truly by me being like that silly and, and like all peppy and happy in a good mood, I was able to create a positive environment for my kids. And honestly, my husband had a big part of that too. He would always, thankfully he was there to get them up and get them dressed and start their breakfast and get them ready for the bus. And so between both of us having a positive attitude, the mornings were not rushed. And we really, I truly believe, started a really good thing for the kids. And I'm really proud of that. So no yelling, no rushing, just happy. Okay. Since then, there have been a lot of changes in my life since the years have passed. Now, um, I don't own the studio and I don't get up at 
the Krakadon anymore, which I'm actually super happy about. <laughs> and I never thought I wouldn't, but truly things just change, you know? So here's what my routine looks like now. I'll give you a quick little, little snippet. I wake up at 6.30. I wake up, take my thyroid medicine, which is like, ugh. But anyway, I take my medicine because you're supposed to take it at least, you know, 30 to 60 minutes before eating. So I do that. And then I stay in bed. I lay on my back, close my eyes, and I start my visualization for the day. I literally picture myself going through the day, you know, my activities that I have planned. I picture myself, you know, picture myself going through all of the actions I need to do, like teaching classes, um, training clients on Zoom, driving to the park to run, showering, calling a client, eating lunch, eating snacks, making dinner, whatever, whatever the day looks like. I literally walk through step by step, even like what I'm going to wear, the whole shebang. At 7 a.m. then, so like 30 minutes later, I get up, I stretch my back and legs on the floor in the living room. Okay. I get a strap. I stretch. I foam roll. I use a tennis ball. I, whatever I need to do to work out these muscles. While I do this, I also work on my deep breathing and quiet time. So I'm getting my silence and quiet time while I'm stretching. So double whammy, right? Really, probably, ideally, you want to do them separately, but yay, I like efficiency. <laughs> So this part of my routine just changed recently and it's sad. My dog, Max, passed away. He was the first part of my routine for many years. I would get up, feed the dog, let him out, play with his toys. But now I don't get to do that anymore. So that's just more time for me. So that's just a little bit more uninterrupted quiet time, which, you know, is is good on one hand, but it still kind of makes me sad. By 7.30, I'm making the coffee. And while I'm waiting for the coffee to brew, you know, like, like my nails on, <laughs> on the counter, tapping, tapping, tapping. But while I'm waiting for the coffee to brew, I down at least 16 ounces of water and take some supplements as well. And then I drink my coffee and I'm so happy. <laughs> the creamy, foamy, awesome coffee. And I write in my journal. So while I'm drinking my coffee, I write in my journal. I always start with three things that I'm grateful for and why. And that right there elevates my mindset for sure, because there's always something you can be grateful for. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, your coffee or it doesn't matter if it's like, it doesn't have to be super deep. It's like such a great, great way to start the day. And then after I do my great, my gratitude journaling, I write down three things that I want to accomplish for the day to feel happy with my productivity. So I love that. I love it because not only does the writing down my things I'm grateful for and my gratitude that kind of boosts my energy and then writing out like the three things I need to knock out for the day makes me feel more in control and set for the day. So I'm done with all of this by 8 a.m. In less than an hour, I get movement and stretching, affirmations. So real quick, the affirmations I actually do in my journal as well. I forgot to mention that. An affirmation is like writing out something that makes you feel um affirmed. (laughs) It's an affirmation. So, you know, like I am safe. I am capable. I am smart. I am, you know, strong, things like that. And I love doing that anyway. So that's part of it. So I get in the moving and the stretching, the affirmations, the silence, the gratitude journaling, visualization, and calm, quiet time. I get all of that before 8am. So I do miss the days of getting up super early and getting to the studio, but you know, things change and those days are gone. This new routine feels really good to me, both physically and mentally. 
As your life and schedule changes, so will your morning routine. And that's okay, as long as it fits and makes you feel good. So I also want to point out just some other ideas. I'm just going to kind of go through um, eight things. I've already said a couple of them, just but just eight things that I think everyone should consider adding to their routine. So first up, wake up earlier. Like don't keep pushing the snooze button. Maybe even consider putting your phone um, or whatever your alarm clock is across the room. I'm sure you've heard that before. But waking up earlier might mean just like waking up 15 minutes earlier so you can lay in bed and stretch. It doesn't mean you have to like wake up an hour earlier and jump out of bed and be like ready to go. Like waking up just 5, 10, 15 minutes earlier can make a huge difference in your mindset for the day. The second thing I think is a good idea to include in your morning routine is get in some light, like open up your blinds or or if other people are sleeping, like if your spouse or whoever is sleeping with you, if there's anyone sleeping with you, if they're still sleeping, then maybe you shouldn't, you know, go open up the blinds and shine the lights and throw on music like that might tick them off. But but for me, like I get into the other room and if it's not light out yet, then turn on lights, you know, like get light. At night, we want to get rid of the light so that our melatonin can increase. But in the morning, we need the opposite. We want to like wake up our body. Okay. The third thing I think you should consider in the morning, and I haven't mentioned this yet, but I do it too, is avoid your phone the first thing. Think about it. If you look at your phone first thing, like Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or whatever you do, then you might see something that triggers you. Like maybe an old high school friend showing off her boobs again or a long lost cousin complaining about her daughter's school and the PTA. There's always something that gets under our skin when we look at social media. So if you just can avoid it until later in the day, it's a great idea. Okay. Unless you're in my workout group and we do a live workout earlier in the morning, that's okay to come to that social media page. (laughs) Okay. Another thing I think you should include is drinking water. If you stay hydrated, you will have less fatigue. So that can help you wake up and give you more energy, which is what we want, right? Um, I think that you could um, include some aromatherapy in your morning. So if you like essential oils, you could either dab some on, you know, topically, or put some in a diffuser if you have one to wake up your senses. I love, 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 love wild orange and peppermint together. The orange is great for calming anxiety and the peppermint gives you a boost of energy. Now I admit right now I'm kind of out of that routine and I really, 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 after thinking of this for you, have decided I'm going to try to get that ready tonight so that I'll have it in my morning tomorrow. I think it's a really good idea to include breakfast as part of your routine. Okay, please just hear me out. Please, please, please consider not skipping breakfast. As a nutrition coach, I highly recommend starting your day off with a balanced breakfast that will fuel you through your morning, okay? A lot of you are interested in trying intermittent fasting, and hey, it's your life. Do what you want to do. Um, And I'm going to do a whole entire episode about that, and I'll tell you the pros and the cons, and then you can decide what you want to do. But I think you have an idea where I stand on that, (laughs) and that's okay. We all have our opinions. Okay, but eat breakfast. So the, another thing I think you should include in your, or consider including in a routine is setting your intentions for the day. I told you that I like to write out three things. I call it my big three, my big three things that I must get done that day. No matter what happens, those three things must be complete before I drop into my bed that night. And I love it. And you know, it's not like 10 things because most of us put like 10 to 15 things on our to-do list. And then you feel so defeated when you don't do more than like four Okay, well, if you at least get these three major things done, you're good. 
Um, I think that also including journaling in your morning is a great way to seriously start your day. Journaling can either be used for gratitude, right? You can write just, you can literally like bullet point things. You don't have to like write, you know, a dissertation about how you feel, but you can, if you want, it's a great way to get things off your chest. Okay. Or it's just a great way. Like I said, you could use it for like gratitude or affirmations, um, or maybe even jot down anything that's just on your mind. Like it's a great way to start your day. Okay. And I like it because once you write it down, it's almost like you can like let it go, you know? So here's something else. One thing that can make your morning routine even better and easier to follow is get this a nighttime routine. Okay. So when you have a nighttime routine, a lot of those routines will set you up for success in the morning. Okay. So here's some quick ideas. First, set the coffee pot to make your coffee in the morning. Hey, you know, a lot of them have timers. Um, I did that, but I'm kind of a snuff, a snuff. I'm not a snuff. I'm, I'm a coffee snob. I can uh, get those words out there. Um, so I don't want the coffee to sit ground in the coffee pot or in the coffee maker. So I wait and grind the beans in the morning because like I told you, I'm a coffee snob now. I just like the way it tastes better. And also it's part of my routine. But anyway, if you don't like that or you don't care about that, then get it ready the night before. And then when you walk into the kitchen, it might be finished and brewing. So that's cool. Um, Something else you can do at night is set out your clothes for the day. There's nothing worse than waking up and being late for work already and not knowing what to wear, you know? So get it out. Like, you know, and here's the other thing. Start all of this right after dinner. Don't wait till 1030 at night when you're exhausted and don't feel like washing your face and don't feel like doing anything. Do it like earlier in the evening so that like you can just go to bed when it's time. Okay. So set out your clothes for the next day. Pack a bag for the gym. You know, if you go to the gym at lunchtime or after work or on the way to work, whatever, get your bag ready to go. Also, you may want to consider showering at night so you don't have to do it in the morning. That's like one less thing you have to do. Okay. Another thing you could consider at night is making your lunch and snacks for the next day. Okay. Pack up some snacks, get some bottles of water ready to go. Maybe cut up some lemons to squeeze into your water for the day. Like just kind of get it all set up. If you have a lunch bag, stick it in there. Okay. Or if you work at home, at least have the refrigerator kind of organized for the next day. That's what I do. Um, And then finally, you can lay out your journal, okay, or any gear that you need for the morning. So um, I like to keep my journal really close to my bed so that in the morning when I get up to leave to go, you know, do my stretching, whatever, I just grab it and bring it with me. The other reason I like to keep it by my bed is I like to read what I wrote that morning before I go to sleep. Okay. So, and then I'm kind of feel like, oh, I feel so proud when I did finish my top three things. And then I like to read those gratitude things again too, because what you think about last at night is usually the thing you think about first the next morning. So if you think about something really happy and good and something positive and that makes you feel good, then it's very likely it's, you're going to think about it first thing in the morning. And that right there, if as long as it's a good thing, will you know, get you going and get you more motivated to do your, to do your routine. Okay. So, so if you are someone who feels anxiety or has a stressful life, whether it's through work or personal, your personal life, or maybe you have a desire to feel more energy and happiness during your day, then I highly recommend creating a positive morning routine with all of these tips and thoughts. So I want to know if you do it. I promise that creating a positive morning routine will create a lot more positiveness in your entire life. So your assignment 
if you've listened to this far, is to come up with a routine that you think you can stick to. Okay. So remember, it needs to align with your goals. It needs to be positive and it needs to be simple and something that you'll do. Okay. So if you do it, I want you to come up with a routine and try it for one week. And if you feel better and, and enjoy it and want to continue doing it, I want to hear from you. So please email me at rayannemullins at gmail.com and let me know how it's going. And you guys, thank you again for being here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share with any of your friends. And of course, I would love if you're on Apple or iTunes to leave a review and rate the podcast. That helps me, um, you know, introduce it to people that don't even know that I'm a person. So Thanks again, and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.